Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 are you ready for the word praising this is pastor pearson of word of faith christian center here in sunny san antonio texas a bible believing bible teaching church where jesus christ is lord and you'll never be bored i want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that i pray is being a blessing to you and yours so sit back and relax as i bring a message from the word of god just for you but please 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 have an ear to hear what the lord is about to say Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's about recovery and restoration. The Bible that our God had written and given to us teaches us an awesome thing that He's willing and wanting to do for us. That is, bring recovery and restoration of all that's been lost and or stolen from us. But the same Bible says, Be it unto you according to your faith. That means for the recovery and restoration that God has promised that He'll do, to actually happen in the lives of me and you, we have to believe that he'll do what it is that he said he'll do. Since faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then we need to hear teaching about the recovery and restoration that God's willing to do for me and you. That is, if we want it to actually happen in the lives of me and you. That's why it's my pleasure to share with you some more of what the word of God has to say about the awesome promise of how God desires to bring recovery and restoration of that which has been lost and or stolen in our lives so we can believe and receive it in our lives. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you about recovery and restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Isaiah chapter 56, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I know a whole bunch of folk that need a jittens this week. Praise God. I know some people that don't think they need it. Them probably the main ones that really need it. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 56. There's a lot of folk don't think they need it. Praise God. That's why a lot of folk ain't in here today. They need a Genesis. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said they need a Genesis. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah chapter 56. I'm just Isaiah chapter 56. We're going to begin reading verse 7. God designed the house of God to be a place where Genesis occurs. He designed the house of God to be a place where God can cause the joy to be restored in the midst of our lives. He said it right here, Isaiah chapter 56, verse 7. It says, even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their bone offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon mine altar. For mine house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. That's what this house is. This house is a house of prayer. Six days out the week is dedicated to prayer. Seven day we pray too. Praise God. We pray before the service. We pray before the ministry of the word. We pray before the second service. We pray before the ministry of the word. So it's prayer going on all up in there too. So that means this church qualifies as a a seven-day-a-week prayer place. Praise God. In such a way where when God can find a place where prayer like that is going on, that he can cause genesis to occur occur in people's lives. 
Why? Because he finds a few people that are willing to lock arms with him and be able to join your forces with him and be able to pray like he wants you to do. So he can cause the genesis to be able to happen in people's lives like he wants to. So he can bring a people to that place. Praise God. And once he brings them to that place, he can restore the joy of their salvation. Read it again. Verse 7. Even them will I bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Notice, make them joyful in my house of prayer. That doesn't mean joy can't manifest no place else, but that means that this is flat out a place where it's supposed to manifest. And so many times people are walking around in their lives saying, oh, no, I got it, I got it, I can do it all myself, but it don't never manifest in the midst of their life. God said, I'm going to bring them people into my house so that they can receive the joy that I want to give to them. I'm going to bring them to my house so they can get a genesis. Did anybody ever get a genesis in the house of God? Praise God. Some of us got Genesis after Genesis after Genesis after Genesis in the midst of the house of God. Because some of us don't. Amen. Let's just move on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's just go there. Joy found in the house of God. That's one of the reasons why I love the house of God. Because joy is found in the house of God. See, God brings us to his holy house with the intention of making us joyful. Which means that's one of the things he intends to do when he brings us into a place like this. I'm talking about me and you. So that we can be able to be joyful. Which means we might have walked in without joy, but we'll walk out with joy. We might have walked in with a little joy, but we'll walk out with a lot more joy. We might have walked in with a lot of joy. You won't walk out with overflowing joy. Because God wants to be able to cause this place to be a joy-filling station. Praise God, where people enjoy being in the house where joy is being manifested and his joy is in manifestation. God brings us to his holy house with an intention of making us joyful. And the reason why is because there are things that are received and or experienced in the house of God that causes the restoration of joy of our salvation. He brings it to the house of God because there's things that happen in the house of God that will cause that to happen in the house of God. There are things that happen in the house of God. Well, what kind of things? Turn to Psalms number 16. I love the Lord. Praise God. Anybody here love the Lord? Mm-hmm. He brings us to the house of God so that these things can manifest in the midst of the house of God. House of God is a joy-filling station. Well, I don't care how you was feeling. Come on up in here in this place. You'll get, a, get some joy up inside of you. Top it off. Hallelujah. We're in Psalms number 16. Now this passage shows four of the things that are received and or experienced in the house of God that restores the joy of our salvation. This passage shows you four of the things that are received and experienced in the house of God that restores the joy of our salvation. It's not the only things, but these are the top four. Ha, top four. These are there. Let's start reading with stanza number nine. Read through the stanza number 11. It says, therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope for thou shalt, thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Let the Lord add a blessing to the reading of this word. (laughs) Hallelujah. This passage, once again, shows four different things that happen that will cause joy to be able to manifest in the midst of our life. Stanza number, the very first stanza, stanza number nine, uh, 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 helps us understand what it is at that time. Stanza number nine says, therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. And then he begins to 
he put a colon back here because he wants you to know, well, what is it that happens that causes that to happen? He said, my flesh also shall rest in joy. The first thing that received, that's received and or experienced is an ability to rest in hope. Is an ability to rest in hope. Because in the house of God, there's hope. It's a hopeful house. Whereas a person can be filled with hope in this house. Because sometimes they walk in without hope. But they walk out with hope. Full of hope. Which will allow them to rest in that hope. And be able to understand that everything's going to be all right. In the house of God, we'll step into an atmosphere that's permeated with hope. The, 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 the preacher is full of hope. The people who are serving with the preacher are full of hope. They're excited, standing at the door waiting on you so that they can open it and be able to let you know hope is in here waiting on you. They're standing there with a smile on their face, ushering you into God's grace so that you can receive this thing and walk out with a smile all over your face because hope is up in the house. I don't know if y'all ever been in a situation where we are hopeless. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're hopeless. Ain't no joy attached to hopelessness. They even tried in the world to attach joy to hopelessness by having them sing the blues. Praise God. Hallelujah. Trying to attach joy to hopelessness. Praise God. Hallelujah. My girlfriend is a fool. She laying a man that clean the pool. Do, 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 do. My dog dropped something in the corner. Do, 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 do. And I see my daughter on the other corner. Do, 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 do. But I still feel good. You lying, you don't feel good. <laughs> Praise God. Because all this stuff happening in people's lives. <laughs> They trying to sing about it so they feel better about it, but they all jacked up about it. That's why they're sitting there drinking. That's why they be singing songs like that in the honky-tonk. Praise God, y'all know nothing about no honky-tonk. With, with, with all this alcohol, liquid joy, trying to find, trying to find them some joy because they all jacked up. You ain't never been in a hopeless situation. You don't know what I'm talking about. Praise God. Ain't no joy attached to no hopelessness. But God has a place where hope is being manifested where messages of hope are being given forth, where people are coming in with hope. And, 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 and see, that's why it's so important also for so-called mature uh, people to be able to be where they're supposed to be. Because if the people are really mature, like they said they'll be, then they'll understand that they're on assignment, even if they don't have assignment, that they're still supposed to be in the house of God, bringing their supply of their hope, being their supply of their joy into the midst of an atmosphere to be able to set the atmosphere. But if the truth is one in any way, especially at the beginning of a church service, at the beginning of the church service, usually it's the most hopeless people in the world that's sitting there. Praise God. There's a few people that got the hope because they've been there, but the mature come in all late. Praise God. Hallelujah. The so-called, I said so-called mature. They come in all late. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When they were supposed to be there to be the example to the people that's showing up, that ain't got no hope about what to do. Because they're supposed to see you all fired up and all pumped up and be like, wait a minute, I can, maybe this thing can work out well for me too. But they looking at this other dried up person because they're they only sitting next to dried up people because ain't nobody else ain't nobody else there. And then before you know, they all dried up and it, and it take harder to get the word up in there. Praise God. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, you got an assignment if you're mature. Mm, don't be late next time. A- amen. Praise God. I'm dragging your feet in here like step and fetch it, coming in here all late and stuff like that. 
We've been set free. Come on, walk like you, you know. Amen. Let's just move on. See, in the house of God, we'll step into an atmosphere that's permeated with hope. In the house of God, we'll see hopeful people who help us to be hopeful too. Has you ever been looked at a person who was hopeful and you got hopeful too? Some of us have. Have you ever looked at a person that's joyful and you got joyful too? You might have been all, 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 all sawpussed, but you looked over somebody that's just smiling and grinning and having a good time before, you know, at least, at least one side go up. Maybe not the other side, but at least one side kind of go up a little bit. Like, glory to the living God. We'll receive a hopeful word in the midst of the house of God that facilitates our receiving a hopeful attitude that allows us to be able to settle down knowing that God is, all, is around. Because a lot of people are wondering, is God really around? Is God really here? Because if he is, why am I going through what I'm going through up in here? But then they come into the midst of a house of God and they'll start getting instructions and understanding about what's really going on. So they can be able to keep on going on, knowing that this thing can work out too. Well, we'll find rest that'll settle us in the midst of the test. Because you need rest to settle you in the middle of the test. That word rest right there in the literal Hebrew means dwell confidently. Whereas you can be able to dwell confidently even while everything else is jacked up around you. When we receive the hope that comes from God, that's provided in the house of God, then we'll be able to rest. That is, we'll be able to dwell confidently in the fact that everything is fine at this time because the manifestation of what I desire or need will happen a little bit later on down the line. But I don't have to wait for it then. I can go ahead and hope for it now and be able to know it's going to show up because that's how God does what he do. You know, hope is future tense, praise God. But it can give you a feeling that's present tense that will allow you to be able to be able to settle down, rest in the fact that, wait a minute, I got an earnest expectation of manifestation that God's going to do what he said he's going to do. I'm walked out in with, without hope. Now I got hope that this thing can work out well for me and you. Praise God. That's one of the things that'll help to restore the joy up in the midst of a person. Because if they start having hope that there's a pleasant tomorrow, hope that they can have a prosperous tomorrow, hope that the stuff that they're going through ain't something that they're always going to go through, then they can begin to start experiencing joy in the midst of the life like God intended me and you. Stanza number 10, praise God. Here's where the second thing occurs. It says, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. The second thing that's received and experienced in the house of God is knowledge and understanding and sometimes reminders that God won't leave our soul in hell. Y'all ain't never been there where your soul is in hell. Your mind, your will, and emotions is, is deep in, a, in an ocean of nonsense going on in the midst of your life. And it seems like you ain't going to be able to make it. Praise God. I remember them cartoons I used to watch when I was going, coming up. Praise God. Somebody would get thrown in the middle of some water. Praise God. And they would go under. But then they come back up and they hold up one finger. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then they go back down. And then they hang up, come up with two fingers. And sometimes they was on their way down and getting ready to pull up that third finger. Somebody would come through and rescue them and save them too. Praise God. And I be seeing the same thing in the house of God. The only problem is, is they be going out with one finger. Praise God. Hallelujah. Instead of staying sit with, with one finger. Praise God. Hey, 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 man. Praise God. Because God brought them into the house of God so he can be able to give them the hope that they're supposed to. Rather than walk out, tipping out. Praise God. Because they think that they threw. No, no. Sit down. Praise God. Hallelujah. See, that's something that's got to return to the house of God. Where people learn to sit down. Praise God. And listen to what God has to say. I'm including everybody. Praise God. Hallelujah. A lot of times people think they're supposed to sing and walk out. Praise God. Hallelujah. But that's not how this thing's supposed to be. You're supposed to sit down. Blessed be the name of it. Come on. You made, a, you made the meals. Sit down and enjoy it. Praise God. 
You set the atmosphere, now sit down and enjoy it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't walk out crazy. That's not what you do, but that's what the devil will get you to do so that you never receive what God has for you. Are you listening to me up in here? Because then at that point, all you do is give out, but you never receive what God had planned for you. That's why you lose your joy. Because you've been giving out, but you ain't been receiving what you're supposed to do because you ain't where you're supposed to be in the house of God receiving what God has for you. Is anybody listening to me up in here? I said that second thing that we will receive is that he will restore our soul. Praise God and give us understanding to be able to understand he won't leave our soul in hell. Especially if you're facing and dealing. That's good news, by the way. I said that's good news, by the way. Especially if you're facing and dealing with or feeling like you're in the midst of some hell right now. If you're in the midst of some hell and you find out God won't leave you in that hell, that's good news. Good God Almighty. I said, that's good news. You're in the middle of the, the waters and they turbulent. Somebody, and you thinking you're in there by yourself and there's all of a sudden somebody throw out a lifesaver. Praise God. You're still in the water, but you get happy. Because somebody's going to pull me out, praise God. Somebody's going to get me up out of this. And God will throw a little lifesaver out there to you. Praise God and let you know what's called the word of God. You know, say, come on, I'm about to pull you up out of this. But your joy can start before you get out of this. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Stanza number 10 also shows us the third thing that's received and or experienced in the house of God. He says in stanza number 10, for thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. The third thing that's received and experienced in the house of God is knowledge and or reminders that God won't suffer us to see corruption. Now that's good news. Information like that is definitely good news and will cause the restoration of joy in your life, especially when you somebody that's dealing with feeling or experiencing corruption in the midst of your life. Now that word corruption here is talking about a pit, a pit, speaking of a trap that a person falls into. It's a pit where it's a piece falls into. And many times we have found ourselves in the midst of a pit. And the only difference between a pit and a grave is that the grave is deeper. Praise God. That's the only thing that's different between the two. Hallelujah. And, and a lot of times we don't find ourselves in the midst of a pit where we can't get out of the situation that we don't find ourselves in. Figuratively, it means destruction. Sometimes we don't fell down into the midst of some destruction and we watching the destruction manifest in the midst of our life. That's one of the reasons why it's, it's, it's translated corruption because we saw which was better get worse in the midst of our life. And a lot of us is living out things that are worse in the midst of our lives. And it seems like it's going to keep getting worse in the midst of our life. But God will not suffer you to be able to see, allow that to be able to happen. The word suffer means allow. God will not allow you to be able to remain in the midst of no stuff like that. Somebody say, I'm too special to the Lord for him to leave me like that. Mm -hmm. He'll come and get you. He'll get you out of there too. But even then you got to cooperate with him. Hallelujah, because if you don't cooperate with him, you're going to stay in the middle of that. Here's the fourth thing. The fourth thing that's received as a result of experiencing um, the uh, house of God, things that you can experience in the house of God. It's, it's found in stanza number 11. Thou shalt show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy. The fourth thing that's received and experienced in the house of God is the presence of the Lord that is entered into as a result of walking the path of life that he told you to. It's the presence of the Lord that is entered into as a result of walking the path of life that he told you to do, which means if you go the direction that God tells you to do, do and follow the directions God give to you, 
the result will be the presence of the Lord. Where you'll step into the presence of the Lord. That will be the results, will be the presence of the Lord. So anything that we can do to be able to get into the presence of the Lord is a smart thing to do. That's if we want a recovery and restoration of the joy to come to me and you. Any time that we get the chance to get into the presence of God is a chance that we ought to take full advantage of. That is, if we want our joy restored and recovered like it's supposed to. So anything that we can do, any time we can be able to do it, then we ought to make sure that we're doing it. For example, praise God. One of those times we can get into the presence of the Lord is to follow the pathway called praise and worship, which will allow you to enter into the presence of God. But isn't that interesting? We amen, but a lot of people ain't around that praise and worship. Praise God. So they wonder why they ain't got no joy in the middle of their life. Why? Because you ain't walking the pathway to get to the presence of God so that you can have the joy in the midst of your life. Because you got to do what he tells you to do to be able to receive what he has for you. Because if you don't do what he tells you to do, you'll never receive the things that he has for you. You'll be sitting there wondering why it ain't happening for me when it says it's happening to everybody else too. It's because they doing it. You ain't doing it. You hurry up and do what they do. You got to get into the midst of it. And that's not talking about just be here at that time. That means get into it too at that time. Because he didn't just say attend. He said participate. Come on up in here. So that you can be able to get involved in it. Because it's a life that's great. That we can be able to walk the pathway that he says to me and you. Because the results is the end results is that we step into the presence of God. That he intends for me and you. So anything that we can do to get into the presence of God is a smart thing to do. That's if you want the restoration of the recovery of the joy that God has in store for you. And any time that we can get a chance to be able to get into the presence of God, it's a good time spent. The presence of God is in the house of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I said the presence of God is in the house of God. That's one of the ways you can tell that it's a real house of God because the presence of God is there. Hallelujah. That's one of the ways you can tell that it's a real house of God because the presence of God is there. Just like you can know when you're in the zoo because you see animals. Praise God. Are you listening? You, see, you know you're in the zoo because you see animals. Praise God. If you go to the zoo, ain't no animals. I don't know. I don't think you're in a zoo. I don't care what the things say on the wall. It says zoo, but where the animals? Praise God. There's supposed to be animals in a zoo. If you go to an aquarium, where the fish? There should be some fish there because fish stay in the aquarium. And if this is the house of God, where's God? I don't care what the wall say. I don't care what the, the signs say on the wall. Is, is he in it all? Because if he ain't there, amen. Presence of God is in the house of God. So anytime we get to get, to get into the house of God, to be able to get into the presence of God, then we ought to be there. It's a smart thing to do. Anytime we get the chance to be able to spend time in the presence of God, it's a chance that we ought to take. It's, it's, it's time well spent. In fact, you find out it's not really time spent, it's time invested. And there's a reward that'll come back to you. And that is all the things that the presence of God offers. It'll be able to pay a great big dividend to you. You'll be able to receive the restoration of your joy. Somebody say, I want mine back. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. God's word shows us time and time and time again that God wants to and is willing to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. God tells us in his word, that that's what he wants to do. Let's believe God's word and let God do in our lives what he promised he'll do. That is bring recovery and restoration to me and you that he promised that he would do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 
1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP, but it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I got just a thing for all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. If you're married and you happen to be in or visiting San Antonio this weekend and you and your spouse desire to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship on this Friday. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here in San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that you can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did. That is with or without your boo. And by the way, that's the one that you're married to. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.